Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 512. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, something that I think can change your life uh, if you let it, something that has changed my life, that's after a long time of resisting it, suppressing it, uh, and that thing, uh, that thing that can change your life is to allow yourself to be cringe. Yes, cringe. Uh, you know, awkward, embarrassed, put yourself out there, whatever it is, things that may might make people misunderstand you or think you're doing too much or trying too hard or just doing something that's different. And, you know, in 2023, I'm actually really glad the internet has seemingly come around because I've seen a lot of posts recently about the power of cringe, the power of cringe, cringe, but free, do cringe things. Finally, in fact, I'm very glad to hear this. It's something that I've been saying for years. It's something I wrote an entire book about. That's bold of you because to be cringe is to be bold. To be bold is to be cringe. And I wrote this because after years of trying to be cool and chill and nonchalant, love that word nonchalant, after years of trying to be nonchalant, I've come to realize that any risk worth taking is going to come with, frankly, a guaranteed risk. And that's coming across as cringe, as a dork, as a nerd, as to this, to that. But I've also learned that that risk is always worth taking because the opposite is also true. Anything that requires you to step back because it might be cringe, it might make you a dork, a nerd, to this, to that, that is not for you. Anything that requires you to avoid doing it because it might be cringe, that is not for you. To be cringe is to be successful, impactful, you name it. To be cringe is to find the relationship that you deserve, the timeline that makes you happy. It's to create a life that is yours, not borrowed, not 
shrunk down, not copied and pasted. The secret to life truly is to be cringe. It's to be bold. It's to put yourself in situations where you might be misunderstood, where someone might think you're too sensitive or too quiet or too loud or too anything. It really is. And I'm going to back this up with some anecdotes and logic here. But for this, I really just want to encourage all of us to embrace cringe moments, truly. And not like in an annoying way, like, I'm so cringe, look at me, pick me. Not that. I'm talking about genuinely cringe because you don't even label yourself that way. You're just being you. You don't think about it. You don't shrink yourself down. You don't filter yourself. When I say cringe, I'm not talking about showing up to your you know, date's apartment with a boombox and a poem. I'm not talking about doing anything necessarily extra or loud or annoying. I'm talking about doing things that are true to you and might be vulnerable, that might open you up to judgment, that might open you up to judgment because it's different or soft or sensitive or maybe the opposite, whatever it is. I have found, like so many people have, that as people who have stepped away from faking life, shrinking themselves, watering themselves down, we have found that the more you lean into the things you want to do that are true to you, that might be cringe to some other people, only good things come from those decisions. Only good things. The challenge, of course, is this sounds nice in theory, but we are wired, of course, to want everyone to like us, to cheer for us, to understand us. I want that, of course. And so we're averse to being cringe. We're averse to ostracizing ourselves as a result. We're averse to speaking up when we're unsure, asking for clarity. We're averse to posting about our passions or hobbies, to shooting our shot if rejection is on the menu. We're averse to quitting our jobs, to share our feelings for a living. So to see the value of cringe, we have to find a way to give it some room to breathe. And to start, I'll refer to a quote that I think is attributed to Casey Neistat, the the YouTuber. Uh, If you're familiar with him, he started the whole vlog thing on YouTube. He did it for years and years and years before it became this cool thing, before vlogs were a thing. And he was that guy with a camera in his hand taking selfie videos of himself in public in New York City. And I imagine doing that uh, before it was commonplace was quite cringe. So the quote makes sense coming from him. But the quote is, don't kill the part of you that is cringe, kill the part of you that cringes. Don't kill the part of you that's cringe, kill the part of you that cringes. I love that quote so much. That is the key to fighting our inclination to be nonchalant, our urge to fit in, our urge to shrink. The key to life isn't avoiding circumstances where we might be misunderstood or rejected or labeled in an unfair way, labels are labeled as cringe. Instead, it's learning to not be triggered like everyone else is. If you can learn to no longer label something that is true to you but different from others as cringe, you are free. You are free. That's learning to not allow ourselves to be triggered in the same way others are by realizing that the people who say you're cringe are the people who would never have the courage to do the same themselves. They're the people who would rather disappoint themselves than disappoint others. They're the people who would rather shrink themselves down and get a favorable label of cool or normal than to step into a version of life that actually delivers what they want. The key to stepping into the freedom that being cringe offers you is to not allow yourself to be triggered in the same way. It's not to kill off the part of you, the true part, the real part, the cringe part, the bold part. It's to draw a line between you and other people. It's to be unapologetically for yourself. 
your biggest advocate. It's to realize that anyone who has done anything impactful or unique or something that has created impact in the world, at some point they embraced being cringe. Seriously, from my own personal perspective, going from sales guy, business professional, to sharing my feelings for a living, the definition of cringe, making videos about love, talking about feelings on the internet, cringe. But it changed my life and I needed to take that first step to get to the point where I don't care. It's not even on my radar to be triggered as it's cringe or not. In fact, I was at dinner the other night here with a group of guys in Miami. It was six guys, all very high achievers, entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and we're all in our 20s and 30s. And each of us was cringe in some way. Absolutely. We talked about how tough it was at one point in dinner to make friends when you're older. And these are really popular guys. We're talking about NFL players and top, top entrepreneurs. And we talked about this, right? That's cringe. Talk about how you can't make friends. Cringe. We talked about vulnerability and what we want in life. Cringe. I showed them some of my quotes. Cringe. We talked about how cool they were. Cringe. But it wasn't cringe to us because each of us, and I'm not, you know, pumping our stock here, but each of us getting to this point where we are in our lives and our careers, the NFL, entrepreneurs, a bunch of really wealthy, successful people. At some point, everyone at this dinner decided to no longer be triggered by cringe. Everyone decided to step into these things with all of our hearts and honesty and decided that, yeah, it's going to be cringe to some people, but not to us, but not to us. The power of cringe, right? I'm talking about doing something for the first time, being a beginner, starting a new hobby, sharing your thoughts in a powerful way, telling someone you care about how you feel about them for the first time, traveling to a new country where you're clueless, making new friends in Miami, whatever it is, things that other people might say is cringe, but you are deciding it's no longer cringe to you. It's the only way. It's the only way through the cringe, not around it, (laughs) through it, not around it. That is where the best version of yourself and your life and your relationships and your career lives. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash new mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash new mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. 
And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. The goal isn't to necessarily like build up your tolerance where you, you're just like, I just don't care anymore. I think that's pretty tough to do. We all care, of course. I think the more logical path to rid yourself of this is to rid yourself of the trigger that other people have and react to. And those people aren't bad. They're just conditioned. They're insecure. They're, they're secure in their insecurity to the point where they would rather choose opinion over truth. If you need to be fired up to embrace cringe, just compare yourself to those people, frankly. I think the the key, again, the key to breaking free is to not kill the part of you that is cringe. It's to kill the part of you that cringes. That's the trigger that other people have adopted in their lives, but you don't have to anymore. And I think through, you know, some logic and some reflection, you could realize that everything good, rewarding, life changing, it lies on the other side of at least one or two cringy moments on the other side of shooting your shot trying first, loving first, being the first one to be honest on the other side of hitting publish, of going to that audition or, you know, making music or art or sending an email. Everything lies on the other side of at least one or two cringe moments. And so to you, the person who wants those things and you're willing to do them, how could that be cringe to you? It's true to you. It's worth it to you. It might be life-changing to you. It's going after what you want. How could that be cringe to you? To the people who aren't willing to do those things, it's cringe, but not you. That is the line in the sand we're drawing here. And I think, frankly, in life, you are defined by your ability and your willingness to be cringe, to do things that other people cringe at, but you just smile because you've rebelled at thinking that truth and power of action is cringe, to do things that set you apart because you don't want the same path as other people, to do things that are vulnerable and real because you don't want to shrink cringe, right? Cringe, posting a selfie, going for it, learning a new skill, introducing yourself to a person, dancing in the car in traffic. Truly, to be cringe is a rebellious act. It's a departure from your past, certainly. And, you know, I'm going to borrow something here from the closing pages of That's Bold of You that I wrote, because it's the same idea. To be bold is to be cringe. To be cringe is to be bold. And I've swapped out the word bold for cringe here because it's one and the same. It's one and the same. It's power. It's where you're in control. It's where you're steering the ship. So the question is why? Why at this point in your life, however old you are, why should you be cringe? Well, I say it's simple. You should be cringe because you know what it's like to tiptoe around other people, trying to be everyone's cup of tea where sorry is the most common word out of your mouth. You know what it's like to change your wants, your needs, your behavior to make sure everyone around you is comfortable. You know what it's like to drop your boundaries to practically nothing. You know what it's like to succumb to advice and timelines and definitions that are, quote, realistic. You know what it's like to make yourself small in the face of your big goals, your big aspirations. You know what it's like to stick it out 
in relationships that no longer serve you. You know what it's like to hide truths about yourself, your past, your present, your future. You know what it's like to sugarcoat your words and what you really want to say. You know what it's like to let other people have the spotlight. You know what it's like to take a step back when everything inside of you wants you to step forward. That is your why. That is a source of real, unforced, authentic cringe, aka being bold, aka being in charge of your life. Kill the part of you that cringes and see what happens next. And again, as much as it's easy to hop in here and, you know, talk all poetically about embarrassing yourself or whatever, the most practical way to step out and just do the things that may or may not be cringe is to logically prove what good things being cringy might bring into your life. So I'd ask you, what are three things that you're not currently doing, that you haven't done, that you're holding yourself back from doing because you don't want to come off as cringy or whatever adjective you associate with it, too much, too difficult, too loud, too sensitive, too... XYZ. Can you think of three things or one thing, whatever, something you genuinely want to do, but you haven't done it yet because you don't want to be perceived a certain way that you're, you know, too sensitive for posting that Instagram caption or that you're too eager for telling that person you really want to be in their life or that you're too pushy for sending that follow up to a client who you think is out of your league or that you're too much of a beginner for shooting your shot at that job or with your music or your art, right? adjective that you don't want to be versus the action it would take that could change your life. Consider that thing. Consider that willingness that you have that you've been holding back. Again, we have to remember that the people who say you're being cringe are the people who would never have the courage to try. They're the people who would rather disappoint themselves than disappoint others. They're the people who would rather shrink themselves down and get a favorable label of cool or normal than to step into a version of life that actually gives them what they want. We have to go through the cringe, not around it. Not without it, through it. That's a rebellious act, but it's worth it. That's you no longer wanting to be everyone's cup of tea. That's you becoming an espresso shot, or a freaking milkshake, or a shot of tequila. Your choice, but regardless, you're no longer triggered by the people who would never even explore these things, true things, vulnerable things, committed things, honest things, eager things to begin with. So that's it. Just something to consider the power of cringe. Don't kill the part of you that is cringe. Kill the part of you that cringes. So under right there, I hope this gave you something to think about. If it did, I'd be grateful if you'd share the podcast with a friend. And if you check out That's Bold of You, aka That's Cringe of You, it's available on Amazon. But as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. 
and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.